So we're going to start off, go ahead and read uh, James 4, 6, and 7. So starting in verse 6, But he gives a greater grace. Therefore it says, God is opposed to the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Submit therefore to God, resist the devil, and he shall flee from you. I love this passage because it contains uh, one of the key themes that we've seen throughout the book of James. One of them being maturity, wisdom, and then humility that's in this passage. So I want to go back to uh, to James 1 and kind of refresh our memories on a few things that uh, Mark's uh, preached on in the, in the prior weeks. So in James 1, 2 through 4, it says, Consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance, and let endurance have its perfect result, so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. So if you remember, that word perfect in that passage means mature. So he wants those trials and that endurance to to bring about maturity in us. And he wants us to know that we can endure trials with joy, knowing that God's going to use it. And then wisdom in James 1.5. It says, But if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all generously without reproach, and it will be given to him. We don't have to have all the answers. Our wisdom is flawed and limited, but God gives us his wisdom. All we have to do is ask for it. Mark uh, covered the the importance of maturity and wisdom in in the prior week, so tonight I want to cover in part uh, the importance of humility. So James 4, 6, But he gives a greater grace. Therefore it says, God is opposed to the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So God is opposed to the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Why is that? Well, pride. Doesn't submit itself. It's opposed to direction. Go left, Lord? Nah, nah, I'll go right. I'll go right. It relies on self. I got this, Lord. I I don't need you. I got this under control. I got this on lockdown. It's fine. And it brings glory to self. Look what I did, Lord. Aren't I awesome? But humility, on the other hand, submits itself. It's open to direction. Which way should I go, Lord? What do you think about this? It relies on God. Lord, I need you. I need you to do this. I can't do this on my own. And it brings glory to God. Lord, look what you did. Look how faithful and awesome you are. So God knows the fruit of pride. Pride's in direct opposition of humility. It gives the enemy a foothold and prevents us from submitting to God. In 1 Peter 5, 5-9, it says, Clothe yourselves with humility toward one another. For God is opposed to the proud, but gives grace to the humble. That's the same statement that, that James made in 4, 6. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you at the proper time, casting all your anxiety on him, because he cares for you. Be of sober spirit, 
be on the alert. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. But resist him, firm in your faith, knowing that the same experience of suffering are being accomplished by your brethren who are in the world. The enemy loves pride. Loves it. Because that's a weapon he can use against us. He'll speak all sorts of stuff into us. Oh yeah, you don't need God. You got this. You're a champ. Pride's all about self. It's about glorifying self, furthering self, and exalting self. And the enemy will use this, and anything else we'll let him use, to separate us from God. So there's also a warning in this passage. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. That word somewhere, someone is teese, which means a certain one. So who's that certain one he's looking for? You? Me? Chris? Josh? Well, the enemy's pretty predictable. He's looking for the one that's most vulnerable. When lions hunt, they always seek out the most vulnerable one in the herd. The wounded one. The the immature one. That gazelle that uh, runs backwards, sticking his tongue out at the enemy. He's going to trip and fall. (laughs) Probably not very smart. but The one that lacks wisdom. The rest of the herd is running for high ground, but not me. I'm going to play dead. I'm just going to lay here. The enemy will run on by. You won't even notice me. And especially the proud one. I can take on this lion. I'm a gazelle. Got nothing on me. So we've got to avoid being vulnerable. <laughs> so, so how do we avoid being vulnerable? Well, when we're wounded, we need to seek God for healing. When we feel weak, we need to be sure not to separate ourselves from God or from others. We all do this together. We've got to be willing to reach out and ask for prayer. You know, just tell, tell your, your fellow believers that, you know, you're struggling and you need help. There's strength in numbers. When you separate yourself from, from the rest, then you become vulnerable. <clears throat> we need to grow in godly wisdom and let God mature us spiritually. We need to pray. We've got to spend time with God and build relationship with Him. And we need to humble ourselves before God. <clears throat> Pride, lack of humility separates, separates us from God and leaves us open for the devil to devour. The devil's a baby killer. We know. So if, if we're immature, if we're spiritual babies, we become a target for the enemy. And if we think our wisdom is better than God's, then we're just in trouble and we might find ourselves an easy snack for the enemy. Don't be that gazelle. But, if we're humble before God, mature in Him, and full of godly wisdom, we're in a place of submission to Him. God and the devil both know the result of us being in submission to Him. The enemy will do all he can to prevent it. We all know the end result. The enemy's defeated. Jesus wins. But Jesus wants to see the enemy defeated in our daily lives. 
<clears throat> That's why he wants us to submit to him. James 4, 7. Submit therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So there's a few key words in this passage. Submit, resist, and flee. Let's look at submit. The word for that is hupatasso. And it was a Greek military term meaning to arrange troop divisions in a military fashion under the command of a leader. In a non-military use, it was a voluntary attitude of giving in, cooperating, assuming responsibility, and carrying a burden. So how do we submit to God? Well, we have to be humble. We have to know that his plan for us is better than our plan. His ways are better than our ways. We need to make him our leader, our Lord. It says right in that thing, in the, in the military sense, it was placing yourself under a leader. We've got to submit our will to him. We've got to stand behind him. We've got to cooperate with him. And we need to carry his burden. And his burden is light. Then resist. This word resist is anthistemi. It means to set oneself against, to withstand, resist, or oppose. So how do we resist the enemy? Well, certainly not in our own strength or in our own authority. Because we're going to get chowed down by the enemy if we do that. We do it in his strength and in his authority. We agree with God. We believe his word, his truth. And we rest in our, in our identity in Christ. So what response is the enemy left with? He's got no choice but to flee. That word for flee is fugo. To flee away, seek safety by flight, to be saved by flight, to escape safely out of danger. So not only does the enemy have to run, but he has to run because he's in danger. So when we submit to God, the enemy is defeated in our daily lives. He must flee to avoid danger. There are no footholds. We don't succumb to his lies. We see him for who he is, and he's powerless against us. And he must flee. He's in danger because we're close to Jesus. We've made Jesus our leader, our Lord. He's our Lord and Savior, and he goes before us, and we're following him. The enemy doesn't encounter us, but Christ in us. That's why he's in danger. Evil cannot stand in the presence of God. I believe that's why these themes are present in James. God wants to mature us. He wants to give us his wisdom. And he wants us to humbly submit to him so that we can walk in the fullness that he has for us. He wants us to send the enemy packing, advance his kingdom, and bring those that are still in bondage to Jesus so that they can be saved and walk in the same fullness and joy that comes from serving our King. So let's submit to him, guys. 
Let's submit to him. He wants us to be walking in his power and authority in the fullness that he has for us.